Okay, recording. Do I have to make it so, like, awkward and official? I, just, I get a little giddy whenever you record. And you have a little giggle, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I do. This has been a weird day today. Yeah? Mm-hmm. It has been. That's why you're drinking a dark and stormy. It's also dark and stormy outside. Hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Yours is a little bit stormier than mine. Because yeah. I didn't think... Uh, I didn't think she put uh, rum in, but so she did, so I added more. He didn't know, so now it's yeah. super stormy mm-hmm. and sort of dark. Mine's and, just um, dark and stormy. I found out we have a fan. His name's uh, Rap- Ryan. <laughs> I almost said Rat- Ratrick. Ratrick? Is that a name? I was going to say Ryan Patrick Freeman, but then. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for sharing the uh, podcast, Ryan. Is this a podcast? Is it like officially a podcast? Well, it's <laughs> or is a, it just us talking? We are potting and casting, so. What does that even mean, potting? Well, originally they were listened to on iPods. Oh. So it was like casting it on your iPod. Oh, wow. So. David. Yes, sir. Yeah. Can I have something to eat? Um, you can have something to eat after unicorns fly out of my butt. Or unicorn unicorn out real. Oh man, you're gonna be waiting a while mm-hmm. then. No. In just a little bit. Give me about mm, twenty minutes, okay? Yeah. Watch the movie and we'll what we'll get you something. Okay, five minutes because you're five. Minutes times fifty. Okay. Watch out. No, just five. Watch out for your brothers and sisters. When you're five, you you know everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do. I literally just told our five-year-old that unicorns might fly out of my butt. Mm-hmm. That's... But he didn't believe you because he's smart. Yeah. He said, Sometimes I he wish said, you would he said, believe me. He said unicorns don't exist, Mom. He's going to be our our thinker. What? What are they watching in there? Hotel Transylvania. Oh, it sounds like a train wreck. <laughs> no, they have the Tyrannosaurus Rex toy, though. Oh, okay. That's fine. Um, so, yeah. Today was weird. Um really weird. I did two home visits mm-hmm. and I went to two different strangers houses and talked to them about their stuff and one of them was this really nice lady from Honduras mm-hmm. who was very lonely. Yeah. She wanted to talk a lot and then I she heard my last name was Dominguez and so she's like you know a little Spanish and I was like um a little bit and it was probably bad though. And then, Did you tell her that you married the name though? Yes I did. Um because she married a white dude and her last name was not Spanish. So yeah. I was like, oh, you get it. You get yeah. it. Um, and then the second person was like smoking like a chimney the whole time I was there. And it just reeked and I got out of there and I thought I was choking to death. Ganja? No, it was just cigarettes, but it was really gross. Helicopter. Helicopter. Show Luke. Show Luke your helicopter. Yeah, it was gross. And there was a little kid in there who was six, and I was talking to him, and he's going to start first grade next year. But I felt bad for him because hmm. no little kid wants to start school smelling like smoke. Hmm. It was kind of a bummer. Yeah. And then I got some weird news from one of our field teams. <laughs> oh, yeah. You told me about that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know if I should talk about it, really, because it's... 
Because it's under investigation. Well, I mean, it, it is technically because I called the proper authorities, but it was like, it just made me really sad because either way you, either way you cut it, it's still sad. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, it was just a weird day. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I read some of my book. Mm-hmm. Did some car shopping. Mm-hmm. And hung out with kids. Yep. So. And now you're here. And now I'm here. This ginger beer is gingery. It's like very it. gingery. But I like it. <clears throat> I was trying to decide if that was the rum or if that was the ginger. No, it's ginger it's, beer. It's got it's got more of a ginger flavor. It's very like it has like a spice to it. Yeah. It's good. I actually wish I would have had this when I was pregnant. Not the rum, but the ginger. <laughs> like, I wish I could have been wasted. No. Like, the whole time. <laughs> Not what I said. Um, no, I... The gingery part would have helped, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I kind of like this uh, recording this, by the way. Why? Um, because it kind of helps us talk through some things, I guess also divert our kids attention to the tv right and we're also kind of recording our kids like riley he has a little helicopter right now yes sir it's a helicopter yeah. hey riley can you say avocado <laughs> you said it the other day he said ah no uh, uh no <laughs> Ava, no he said avocado no it's not water it's, it's daddy water it's, dad, it's daddy's fire water um wow what like grandpa's cough medicine, daddy's fire water. <laughs> we're on a roll. Mm-hmm. Unicorns are going to come out of my butt and you're drinking fire water. So, yeah. hey, we're in a this good way. This is a parenting podcast about how not to parent. Mm-hmm. Hope you're taking notes. Yeah. Just kidding. You don't need them. He wouldn't help you anyway. No. Um, a helicopter. A helicopter. Can you please say avocado? Uh, no. Uh, no? <laughs> now you're just messing with me. Yeah. Yeah. Daddy glasses. I guess we have a we have a guest today. Our first guest. His name is Riley. He's two. He's two. So how you doing, Riley? A car. A car. Okay. A helicopter. A helicopter. Riley, what happened? What happened? It's driving. driving. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, see, who knows? All right, we're lo- we're losing viewers right now. Yeah. Listeners, we lost Ryan. Uh, that's all right. He'll be back. He always does come back. Mm. Mm. So I thought it was interesting. We were talking a little bit about this Can album you know, that you heard about, mm-hmm. and how the guy is like a Christian. Can you know, yeah. I don't think I can't well, let's divert Riley's attention somewhere else, and then I'll talk about it. Go show Luke the helicopter. Go get the dinosaurs. Go give it to Luke. Go, go show Luke the helicopter. Yep. There he goes. He's always excited to show Luke the helicopter. Um, yeah, it's this guy called Bradley Hathaway. Uh-huh. Um, I heard about him on the Bad Christian podcast. Um, and... They were talking to him about his album, and the album is a lot about, like, sex, and even, like, very graphic sex, um, and, uh, there's a lot of swear words, and there's, like, in the same sentence, um, he'll talk about, you know, Jesus loving, he'll talk about, um, 
like oral sex and all this other stuff. And can you maybe not say that when our two-year-old's in the room? Well, he's he doesn't understand. I know, but I that he repeats a lot. Again, how not to parent? Repeating that. So right. so like just very much things that people in the church. Um, oh, thank you, Riley. Don't talk about. Mm-hmm. Especially evangelical, like, Christians. Mm-hmm. And I say that, like, it almost it pains me to say, like, evangelical Christians, because it's like, I don't know, whatever. But, um... Your son's going to read some Moyer. Okay, read Moyer. Tell me what you tell me what you think. What's your interpretation <clears throat> of that philosophy, son? Mm-hmm. But um, this album, he's talking about, you know, Jesus' love, and the same sentence he'll be talking about just really... Um, Risque, is that a thing? Mm-hmm. Stuff. Salacious. Salacious stuff. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, swearing. Like, if you download the album from iTunes, like, nine of the ten songs have the little is- explicit E next to it. Is, that that supposed to, is it supposed to make a point? Like, is, this, is it like an um, artistic point? Well, or is it just him trying to be like... I think a little bit both. Well, I think he's trying to make an artistic point. I don't know if he's trying to be controversial, but he definitely is controversial. In the podcast interview... But how do you, how do you make a, a quote-unquote Christian artist that makes an album with expletives in it mm-hmm. and not know that you're being controversial? I mean, I think he probably knows. I think he knows he's controversial, but what he, what he was saying in the interview is that he's like, this ship has sailed something about you know, how he just doesn't really care about what people think. Like, he just... He thinks that the way that people act is just kind of silly. Um, I don't see any unicorns. Oh man, kids! No, no, unicorns aren't real. These kids are just everywhere. Can you guys go in there for a little bit? You can have a snack when we are done with our our talk. Right now, we're not. No, I want my snack right now. I'm sorry, that's not how the world works. Snack. Thanks for saying the magic okay. word. Mom, <clears throat> I will go get you a snack. Oh my goodness. You just totally, again, don't do this. If mommy says no and then daddy goes and gets it, what kind of parenting is that? What does that teach your kid? That if mommy says no, daddy will do what you want. Again, this is another example of what not to do as parents. Don't sit on your couch and drink dark and stormies and watch the sky get dark and stormy while your children are harassing you. And I say harassing because they usually are harassing us in some way. They don't care about what we're doing unless we are spending time one-on-one time together. Notice how it's getting louder in there? Yeah, well, okay. So it's funny because they could care less about us unless we're sitting actually trying to do something. And that's parenting 101. The minute you sit down and look comfortable, your kids are going to notice and they are going to destroy you. So... If you don't have kids, heed this warning. Enjoy your quiet time because once you have kids, it's gone. If you do have kids, um, Godspeed to you. My heart is with you. I know how it is. We know how it is. I haven't had a cup of coffee that stayed warm in like mm, probably five years. Because every time I, I try to drink a cup of coffee, I end up getting distracted and I set it down and then I come back to it later and it's cold because my kids like run me ragged in the morning. But Yeah, so I'm looking forward to the day when they're teenagers and they want to sleep in and they don't want me to bother them because it's payback time. I'm going to bother them on the weekends and I'm going to run and jump on them like they do. What did I miss? I was just talking about parenting, all the good parts. Yeah.
Maybe yeah, it's a little tough. revenge too. I think uh, the kid element is part of our little recording here. Like mm. it's real life, but at the same time, like it's kind of hard to have a point in like any conversation. It's hard to finish. It's hard to finish a conversation, but that's just like our life. When you have kids, it's a lot like having ADHD all the mm-hmm. time. You start things, but you never finish them. That's why date nights are important. Oh, really? It's fun to hear you say that. It's not like I'm like boycotting date nights. I don't know. I kind of wondered. It's been <laughs> like I hate going on a date with you. I do like to finish sentences and drink beer. Well, this Hello. date nights are not always about drinking beer, and this is not a date night. This is just us at home. So this doesn't count. I know. Um, so where were we? What were we talking about? You were talking about how controversy. Oh yeah. And a Christianity. So this guy is a Christian. He played at all the big Christian festivals. He played at uh, Cornerstone, which is in Illinois. It's like Illinois. It's like the festival. There's like Purple Door um, and all these different places. I think it's pronounced Illinois. Illinois. They have Target in Illinois too. That's true. Just so you know. Depends on where in Illinois you're from. But they do have Target. Mm-hmm. See, we play. I don't speak French. Yeah. Neither do I. Um, but yeah, he's a part of this crew. And then here comes the kids again. Yeah, bring your snack in here. Where did he get that from? I gave it to him. He doesn't even know what rice cakes are. But he eats them. But he eats them. I don't need glasses. I have contacts and really bad vision. Do you want your rice cake or not, Paul? No, this is not water. Okay. Anyway, if you want to know more about what's going on, I'm still trying to process the thoughts, my own thoughts. But um, the Bad Christian Podcast, check it out. They they interviewed Bradley Hathaway, and then I downloaded the Bradley Hathaway thing from iTunes, and I'll listen to it. I did watch one of the videos, his music videos, and he was talking about like Jesus's love and like sex at the same time. It was. It did kind. It did. It did kind of throw me off. Yeah, popcorn. I gotta get it for Luke. Oh. Um. So yeah, check it out. But Well, I thought it was interesting because you said something about how like he was talking about how Christians compartmentalize things. Like we'll watch racy movies. <laughs> racy, I sound like my parents. Um I'm turning into my parents, maybe. But no, we'll watch like racy movies and we'll we'll see things with profanity that's considered like art or entertainment and we will justify it. And we'll compartmentalize that as being like, all right. But then if it's Christian music and somebody has a label like a Christian musician and they maybe step out of their little box, then it's, then it's offensive. Or then we say like, oh man, they shouldn't be doing that. That's uh, you know, that's offending me or that might offend somebody or, you know, that's inappropriate. And I get that, like, a lot of TV shows and movies aren't produced by Christians, so there's a little bit of a different spin on it. But you're still a Christian and you're still watching it. So really, should it matter if the person producing the said art is a Christian or not? I don't know. Um, because you're going to interpret it one way or the other, but you're going to justify it if you want to watch it mm-hmm. or listen to it. Like Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's true. I will get into some Game of Thrones because the... Writing is awesome. The cinematography is awesome. Um, the characters are like, you know, it's a good story. Yeah. To be fair, though, they could carry the storyline without the like gratuitous sex, and it would probably yeah. still be a good storyline. Yeah. But we're so used to like the sex scenes being cut out because if they cut the sex scenes out, they're gonna lose. That's Riley. He's messing with the thing. I'll be right back. They're gonna lose. <laughs> I'll tell you in a second. No, finish your lap. So. Our son, 
Our son is opening the oven and slamming it. So Riley is definitely our one of our kids that likes to get into stuff, gets into everything. Um, Luke, not so much, but Riley absolutely just gets into everything. It has nothing to do with this topic that Lindsay and I are going into, but I'm just kind of stalling right now because um, I want to, I want Lindsay to, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to take a little drink of my rum. You guys hear that? You hear that? That's rum. Sounds good. You guys ever seen Dennis the Menace? Mm-hmm. It's a little bit like our son. Mm-hmm. I just tried to give him a whisk to mm. appease him. Mm. I don't know if it worked. Mm-hmm. So Game of Thrones. Um, or just art in general. Mm-hmm. I feel like... I feel like us, like just Americans or whoever we are, we've been... Um, We've we've been geared to feel uncomfortable if there's a sex scene. Mm-hmm. Like think about if you're watching a movie and then there's a sex scene, even if it's like a makeout, if it's even if it's like a makeout scene, and your parents are there, you're like, uh, this is weird. Like they're affectionate. Like there's actors being affectionate in front of us, like on the screen. I'm with my parents. Like this is weird. Now think about if it gets even a little bit racier. Like the girl takes her top off and there's boobs. Oh man. It's like over. Yeah, I would probably um, puke on my parents' car. And then, and then think about like most of those sex scenes are like maybe like 30 seconds long. Like maybe probably not even 30 seconds, but they seem like they go on forever. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, another pause. So, okay. Lindsay up. got up again. And this is parenting. Can't, we can't finish thoughts ever. So... When she comes back, I'm going to tell her just to let them burn the house down. Because insurance, right? I don't know. I could what use a new my house. Favorite questions? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. So, so, like, think about, think about if that scene goes on for, like, I don't know, some ridiculously long time, like five minutes or something. Like, you feel completely uncomfortable. You're like, what's the point of this? But the reality is, like, sexuality is like one of the biggest parts of our lives right yeah well i think we have in the united states a very puritanical view of our sexuality i'm not saying like 1960s free love everybody needs to know about everybody else and like key parties if you don't know what those are look them up (sighs) just leave him he's insane um but i think that we have shut ourselves off from our sexuality in the church and i don't necessarily think that's a good thing um, I know this is like ongoing conversation in the like religious circles. You know, should sex be in church? Should it not be in church? You know, I don't necessarily think that purity culture is good for people. I think it's kind of unrealistic. But at the same time, um, when you look at art, is it art imitating life or is it life imitating art? Like, what are we doing? Hmm. Um, something I thought was interesting. I was talking to a coworker today. And we were talking about, like, stupid TV shows. And I was like, yeah, the other day I totally threw on The Bachelorette. Like, I probably haven't watched The Bachelorette, mm, like, ever in my life, really. I just, like, was killing some time the other day. And it was on Netflix. And I was like, why not? So I threw it on. really killing time. (laughs) I murdered that time. (laughs) Brutally. Um, So I was watching that. And I was like, at first I was like, oh, my gosh. This is so terrible. I can't believe that like people are having these like expectations and like it's all fake. And it is. I mean, 
it's bad. But then I was comparing it to like what I grew up with as a kid and like Disney movies. And I'm like, this is the same thing. Like, hmm. like little girls watch Disney movies, especially our generation. And all these Disney movies are like a helpless woman or a beautiful woman who has to be saved by a prince and he has to woo her and he has to do all these romantic things. And he's just Mr. Charming and this and that. And oh my gosh, it's a fairy tale. And the thing is like, they're just on shows like that. They're taking that to the next level and they're just manufacturing it with real people. Is it any different than what we grew up with? Not really. It's just with real people. Um, it's not, I don't think healthy. And I think that teenagers and, and young women and single women and women who aren't in a relationship, look at that. And they have these expectations that are totally not realistic and not real and not healthy. But at the same time, like, we almost, as a Christian culture, kind of glorify that Prince Charming-like image, too, with our purity culture. Like, I remember having a conversation in Bible college with somebody. Um, she was engaged, and she was talking about her and her fiancé, and she had this book that she was reading, and it was, like, about your wedding night, right? And I wasn't a saint in college, and so she was talking about, like, how her wedding night was going to be so amazing and so beautiful. And, like, she was pretty much describing, like, a Disney-esque type view on sex. And I just remember thinking that's... I feel bad for her in a way because she's going to be really disappointed. And I'm not saying she should have experimented beforehand or she should... I'm not saying that. I'm saying that from a young age, it was obvious that there had been this manufactured view of this Prince Charming, like, sweep you off your feet sex thing that was not realistic. And I felt bad because her hopes and everything were going to be crushed. Like, and then it, I talked to her again after the wedding. You're and, like, hey, what was it like? No, nothing like that. It wasn't like locker room talk or anything. But... It was just kind of sad because you could tell that it was not what she thought it was going to be or what had been built up like culturally for her within the church or within the Christian culture. Like, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. It was like, oh, save yourself for your one true love. And that's great. I think it's good to not be like going and sleeping around with people. I think that's a really good thing. But I think we need to be honest with our kids about sex. I think we need to be honest with our kids about how it's not a movie, it's not a Disney fairy tale, it's it's part of a relationship, it's not all of it, and it's not going to be this, like, bachelorette-type experience. I don't know, it's it's interesting. Hmm. So. Yeah. I'll get off my soapbox now, if you want. Yeah, and as I was listening to this podcast with this Bradley Hathaway dude, and he was talking about sex and, like, how Christian's view sex and it's very weird very weird to us um i thought about sex in my own life like how i viewed sex and it, it was like before marriage or like when you were just before marriage and like in high school and yeah um, was it on a pedestal or how did you view it definitely on a pedestal like sex was you know for sure like you know between a man and a woman and in a in a marriage situation and you know, it's, and I had this idea of like how what it was going to be like when I 
met my wife and we would be we would both be virgins and it would be so special and then yeah. you know we would we would hold each other and, and there was lots of candles stuff. and wind blowing through sheer curtains yeah we were were we like in the mediterranean on a veranda that sounds kind of awesome though it does sound kind of awesome <laughs> now that we're married and we get it but i'd be super ripped you know <laughs> whatever you know i don't know but uh, uh yeah, but anyway, do you want to move on? <laughs> Are you embarrassed? Don't be embarrassed. I don't know how much I want to talk about anyway. Well, you don't have to talk about yourself, but mm. it's interesting stuff. I think it's interesting conversation because I think a lot of people don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like even in married circles, like there's some people, some friends that I have that I'm comfortable like talking about that stuff with, but you know, mm-hmm. am I going to bring it up at community group? Probably not. Mm. <laughs> Am yeah. I going to go into details about our sex life? Nope. Not yeah. really. <laughs> yeah. The first time I've ever heard really anything about sex in a church was actually at our church. Really? We, we talked about the Song of, song of Solomon, Song mm-hmm. of Songs. So that was that was a good little, little series. I remember that. Well, the thing about like Song of uh, Solomon is like, it's in the Bible. It talks about sex being good. And it talks about all the parts of sex that are good and why it's good. A lot of times, it's like people skip over that, and it's like, sex is, sex is good, but it's dangerous and it's dirty and it's this and that outside mm-hmm. of marriage. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Um, sex is good all the time. Like, it's just mm-hmm. context, and you have to pair it with love, and you have mm-hmm. to pair it with a growing relationship. Um, it's only one piece of the puzzle, mm-hmm. and love is not something that you. I was talking to somebody about this. Love is not something that has to do with body parts. And I think a lot of people assume that it is. But love is has nothing to do with body parts. Like love has everything to do with overcoming obstacles and hurdles and growing. It's emotional. I think love is purely emotional. I get that sex is an expression of that. But if you're just going to boil love down to what you do with your body, that's really the So limited. love isn't about boobs? It's not. I'm sorry. <laughs> That was super awkward. <laughs> you were probably thinking of one thing, and I was thinking about breastfeeding, and I'm like, nope, that's... I guess, that, I mean, breastfeeding is an expression of love, too, sort of. Yeah, it's a bonding experience. It's bonding. It's not my favorite bonding, yeah. but, you know. Kids didn't like it when I tried to breastfeed them. <laughs> Just kidding, I didn't try to breastfeed my kids. This is turning into a strange conversation yeah. for a strange day. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is kind of raining a little bit. I mean, I can smell the rain. Yeah. It's nice. I hope it rains a lot. Yeah. We're going to Portland next week, and that's going to be amazing. Should be fun. Oh, I cannot even wait. Should be fun. Kid-free Portland. Should be fun. Even better. Yeah. I'm excited to check out the stuff and go to um, Seattle. Mm -hmm. Never been to Seattle, so that should be a lot of fun. I'm excited to check out the whiskey bar, which I think on our last oh recording we talked about how people were talking. Did we? Yeah, we we'll did. let everybody know how we'll, it is. We'll, let every, we'll, we'll review. We'll <laughs> do a full library. review. Oh, did I say whiskey bar? Bar library. It's a library. Whiskey that's a bar. library. Bar that's a library. It's a it's a place that serves whiskey, and they have books, many leather bound books. Um, but we'll take a lot of pictures, and I'll be a total noob. Uh, you know, noobus. I have no idea because I. 
I don't speak that. Okay. Noob is like newbie. Like noob is short for newbie. And if you're a newbie, that means you're just like new at something. You're novice. Wow, that's so complex. Mm -hmm. It kind of is. You have to... You have to understand the gaming culture to know what noob means. Thank God I don't. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad You've I don't. You've been to a LAN party? Nope, I don't even know what that means. Well, LAN party is where you get your computers and you connect them with Ethernet cables and a network. Kind of sounds like computer sex. you buy probably like two cases of Mountain Dew and like 25 bags of Doritos. Um, I prefer the nacho cheese Doritos, but some weird people like Cool Ranch. And then if it's a really cool uh, LAN party, you get like... $150 worth of Taco Bell. So, and that is... That's like a room full of Taco Bell. Sounds- and then you stay up all night and you play like Warcraft 3 or Starcraft or that something. That sounds ridiculous. Or a really cool first person shooter game. And you just go to town and there's usually no girls there because seriously... Because girls are not attracted to that kind of stuff. In fact, it might freak them out a little bit. They might think you're a bunch of losers. With well, really bad gas because you ate too much Taco Bell. So this is where you hit rock bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you've been there. That's where you just give up hope. Like... <laughs> is that why you wanted to sponsor the Gamers Club at school? Yes. <laughs> Telling them not to join Gamers <laughs> You like, tell them there's still girls. hope. <laughs> there's still, still hope. hope. You can do it. I made it. You can. This isn't gamers club. This is an intervention. <laughs> exactly. Suckers. Uh, put the Doritos kids. down. Talk to a girl. Anyway. Probably wash your hands so you have Dorito crap all over your hands when you talk to a girl and on your face too. Mm-hmm. You know, That's girls true. are actually surprisingly easy to talk to if you actually try. Mm-hmm. Nobody told me that. Well, I'm telling you now. Mm. And we're talking. Good. Oh, my goodness. Well. You want to go to a lab party with me? Nope. Never. Mm. Never, ever. Okay. I I, think it's probably time to go. I I think our kids are going to burn our house down. Slamming. So, um, it's been fun. Mm -hmm. Stay classy, San Diego. Stay classy.